Hey guys! Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Wind Down Wednesday. Winding down on a Wednesday. I can't see Mitch today because we're having some sort of <laughs> technical malfunction because we are both literal boomers. It's really funny because um, I feel like every week we've got a new technical error. Oh my god, we have so many issues. And like you're normally the it's one actually, who knows what to do where I'm like, duh. Anything on a computer, anything that's not on an iPhone, I can't, I don't know how to do. Like iPads, I don't understand. Laptops, don't even start me. I iPhone and it ends there. And even now I feel like on iPhones, I'm like, how do you do that? Or like, I'll see someone doing something and I'm like, wait, how did you do that? And they're like, oh my God, like, how'd you not know that? I'm like, cause I'm literally a boomer. Same. I, I really stopped understanding technology a long time ago. Oh my God, I used to like, I just know. I used to be able to like repair phones. I'd like order shit off eBay when I was younger and like what? take it apart and like, now I'm like, you little tinkerer. I now I can't even. It took me about three years to figure out how to put something in my calendar on my phone. I had no idea. <laughs> oh my god! Do you remember the days of like MySpace and stuff? Like you used to literally have to like HTML code your shit, like code in colors to your page, and like put your song on and do all this random shit and like troll the internet for these songs to download them on LimeWire and all that stuff. If someone asked me to do anything like that now, there's no chance I'd no know how to way. do it. Like I used to have. And back in the days where you have to like, like had to like find shows that you watched oh. online oh. and you just look everywhere for the link and then everyone would be like, oh, do you have the link? And you're like, yeah, I've got it. I've got the link. I've got the proxy. You need to crack in at school. I've got the proxy for you. It's like, okay. How was I an IT nerd and how didn't I harness that and become like a multi-millionaire? Because like coders make so now much I'm money. Now I'm poor and literally don't even know how to unlock my phone. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Now I'm poor and dumb. Like why is oh this happening? Oh my happen? God. Seriously, I... Oh well. It's really, really stressful to be honest. But anyway, we're here guys. We're back for another week. And yeah, we're going to be doing like a, oh, actually rude. I was about to just jump into the app. How have you been, Mitch? <laughs> you say that like I'm literally, like there's something wrong. Um, yeah, I've been all right. What are the updates? Tell us everything. Um, so got a message from the breadcrumber. Um, oh, here we fucking go. So he was like, hey, um, I think I have gonorrhea. Um, I was not <laughs> expecting that. Basically, um, trying to like insinuate, I guess. I don't know what he was trying to insinuate, but anyway, that you gave it to him. I've been tested and I don't have it, so oh, don't know off. who you got that from, mate. Um, and then what else has happened? Not a lot. Did you reply to him? Were you like, I don't have yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, I don't have it, but then I got tested anyway, again, just to be sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a bit of a mood kill. Um, yeah. And then, oh, well, he said that he was. That means he's given it to his boyfriend. Yeah. Then. And I'm like, well, the boyfriend probably wants me Whoa. dead because he probably thinks I gave it to him after he. Little does he know his boyfriend's like sleeping around a lot more than he well, thinks. Well, that's it. So. Dirty dog. Dirty dog. Didn't end up having it, which is just great for me. Um, that's and great. Then... It's the small victories, isn't it? <laughs> Those tiny victories. 
Um, I don't know. Had had a very large. It wasn't even a large weekend. It was just a very very large Saturday. I went to a house party and it was just. I got home like midday on Sunday and was just literally shell of a human. Like it was. I'm, I hate those I vibes. Think it, it'll take me until next week to like not want to jump off a balcony. Um, yeah. But yeah, how have you been? What's news with you? Um, I've been good. Just, you know, on my sober train, I haven't been doing anything really, to be honest, because Nathan's gone away to New Zealand. I'm just like enjoying having the house to myself and um, living my best life at home. I feel like I've just been like watching so much trash yeah, TV. Yeah, what are you watching and, Um, I've been watching Made in Chelsea as always. Yeah. And then I need to get into. I need to get back on Real Housewives. Oh my god! Um, the new season. You need which one? That's on my oh, list. Oh, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Yeah. I highly, highly, highly recommend Real Housewives of Atlanta. Holy! Is that one just fucked? Fucking shit! It is so good. It's up there with New I Jersey for me. It. Like it's so good. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Okay, I need to. I need to do that because I need that. That like vibe in my life since I'm not getting that from drinking yeah, anymore. Yeah, you need all the drama. Need to like, needs to watch someone else flying yeah. off. <laughs> it's so good. I love <laughs> it. I live for it. Yes, I love that. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's started to get fucking cold here now, which is so upsetting. Like it's been raining for the past couple of days and I've been freezing and I'm like, oh, this is reminding me of Melbourne. And I'm like, I thought it didn't get that cold here, but yeah, apparently it does. it's the same here in Melbourne and we've obviously got five cases at the moment. So, oh my God, nine, nine. Yeah. Oh, we're like pending lockdown doom, I reckon. Oh, I really, really hope you guys don't. It's just like, <laughs> you kind of have like a long enough break to forget about the whole yes. situation and then something happens and you're like oh my god at any second we could just go snap lockdown um and it gives you that like literal like anxiety because you're just like oh my god like just tell us already like don't drag this out if you're gonna do it fucking tell us now nine cases i hate that like not knowing like and everyone's in the group chat like oh my god we're doing we're going into lockdown or this or that and you're like it's actually really fucking stressful it's so stressful stressful and it's like all up in the air and then you know everyone's talking being that i heard this and i heard this and all the press conference i'm like oh Uh, i can't deal cannot deal but yeah, I don't understand how it happens. Like, what do you mean cases? Like, it was zero. I know, but I'm like, also, what happened? What are they doing in the northern suburbs? Because it keeps coming oh. from the northern suburbs. What is? Is there like some Corona house out there that we don't know about? Like, what's going on? <laughs> They're like selling bags of Corona, three hundred bucks. Bag of Coke mixed with Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Rack me up a line, please. Oh my god, it's just terrible. It's so funny. Um, all right, today we're going to be discussing, uh, well, we posted on our story, like what you guys wanted us to talk about. And then we just decided, cause we had a few responses that we're just going to do like a mixed bag. Yeah. Ep. We don't want to talk about the same thing every single week. We need to kind of throw no. some stuff into, you know, mix it up. So yeah. we're going to do yeah. that this week. So it's going to be a little mixed lolly bag, like a lucky dip party mix mood today. <laughs> 
getting ghosted. We've um, definitely oh. discussed this many, many times. And I think what mm-hmm. I've come to realize is it sucks, but I also do it to people because <laughs> sometimes I've found when I do try and be honest and be like, hey, you know, not going to work out, then sometimes people mm. slip on you and they're like, oh, you're a fat, ugly cunt anyway. And I'm like, true. Um, <laughs> you're like facts. <laughs> I like facts, but I should have just fucking ghosted you, dog. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. It's a part of that modern has dating. happened to me so many times. Well, yeah, I've been ghosted a lot of times as well and I have ghosted a lot of times. And I remember like the first time I was ghosted, I like obviously refused to believe that I was being ghosted because I was like, oh, my God, as if I'm literally God's gift, who would ever (laughs) ghost me? And like, lo and behold, I was being ghosted. And then I was that fucking cringe bitch that was like messaging him to see like if he'd reply and like obviously just wasn't replying because like he was ghosting me and he would like open the message. and I would like see that he'd opened it and then like wouldn't reply. And then, like, I was just like, oh, maybe he's just busy or, like, I don't know. Like, my deluded mind was, like, telling me all this stuff. And at that time I was like, it really hurt because it was, like, the first time I've been ghosted. But then when I was seeing someone and I had to ghost them, I was like, there's no way I'm explaining why I'm ghosting them. Like, there's absolutely no chance. And, like, yeah, they'll text me, like, once or twice and be like, hey, want to catch up? Hey, want to catch up? And to that I will not reply. And I honestly agree. Like, I think it's – way more of a like uh, like I don't know a notch down like it takes a notch off you if someone fully sits there and writes out hey Jackie yeah I had so much fun with you last night however you know I just didn't really feel the spark I just didn't really think that you know we really meshed that well and you're just like okay whoa a didn't even like you and b fuck it's off like, please just ghost like me next that time. hurts me more <laughs> I agree. that hurts me more i'm like just ghost me I, know. I don't know like it's and it's like also it's just doing too much it's like okay we've been on two dates you don't need to explain why you don't like me because i fucking hate you 100 <laughs> percent. i feel like it takes a few times being ghosted to kind of just Mm-hmm. Now when I, when someone does it, I'm like, cool, whatever, bye. Because I feel like you know mm-hmm. that when you ghosted, they're always going to – you'll always get some kind of follow-up message later when they're like – Oh, my God, seriously. They're back into it and then you're like, no, 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 Yep. You're ghosted This is now. also – yep, this, this is also something that I always tell people who are like in the dating scene because it's definitely really hard to like understand when you're in it but obviously like – hindsight for me is like a great thing whatever that fucking saying is whenever someone used to ghost me and like you know I yeah it hurts and then I guarantee you I will put money on it especially if you're a girl and it's a guy and probably if you're a guy and it's a guy um that a guy is never done with you like literally they circle back they loop back they will be going back to all their options because they don't have many. 100%. Like, and they'll, like, it just happens. Like, and then the best feeling is they'll message you and you'll be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and you have to do that because otherwise you just are yes. enabling their behavior and they'll do it again. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's fine if you don't, like, don't because it's been so many times I've gone back to people that have ghosted me and, like, tried to make <laughs> them fall in love with me. And, Who am like, I kidding? It hasn't worked. Who am I kidding? I yeah, always... no, I, 
Yeah, I we give advice and we do not take not it. We're all. like, don't do that. And meanwhile, I'm like literally triple messaging someone that's ghosting. <laughs> um but yeah i think ghosting is one of those things that it's unfortunately just a part of like modern day dating and like some people you know they make you feel bad about ghosting people like oh my god don't ghost them that's so mean it's not mean like it's just a way of life it's honestly now a ghost or be ghosted situation seriously it is because i don't know and Often, if someone ghosts you, it's sort of like they're doing you a favor. Like, fuck, like who cares? Like, you, you didn't mesh. It's not the end of the world. Like, they ghosted you. Who cares? And they'll be back. On to the next one. And they will be back. On to the next. Yeah, they'll they be will 100% back. be back. Oh, my God. People, like, some of my friends that, like, are on the dating scene, if they are ghosted, they're sort of like, yeah, like, when they're messaging, if I'm messaging them about it. And they're like butthurt. And I'm like, yeah, I totally get it. But trust me, like I would put like $1,000 on the fact that in six months, seven months from now, you'll get a DM like, hey, what what do we or something fucking yeah, well, stupid. Yeah, stupid. And it literally happens every time. 100%. Like look at the breadcrumber. It went on for years. Yes. We stopped talking. And then one night I'm out. I get a message. Next thing you know, we're balls deep. And, you know. <laughs> it's always when you think it's like you're like, you know, you start getting past it. You're like, whatever, they, they're they a loser, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And then they'll just slide into your DMs or leave you a fucking fire emoji. And you're like, you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> it's, it's always the way, isn't it? Always. Uh, and you're like, oh, here we go again. Always the way. Mm-hmm. All right. It is. So, yeah, our advice with ghosting is ghost or be ghosted. And also don't take it to heart because – I do think it hurts more when someone actually tells you what's wrong with you. I agree. Like, hey, Jackie, I'm really sorry, but your blackouting is so embarrassing. (laughs) I didn't ask. (laughs) Didn't ask. Look, that's too much for today. Didn't ask. Don't talk to me about it. (laughs) Seriously. Bloody brute. Um, All right, next one. How to get over someone who wasn't even your boyfriend. Mm. I feel this one in my soul. Me too, because I feel like um, it's – my life. I'm mm-hmm. always trying to get over someone mm-hmm. who I've never dated and doesn't even know. Same. I, exist. I feel like, yeah, when I was like in the dating scene, like when I was single, I'm the type of person I like fall in love with people. Well, not in love, but I fall in lust, like heavy lust with people like in the early days. And like then, you know, it either won't work out. And then I'll be like, but like I am in love with you. And it's actually quite rude that you've ghosted me. So it's really hard, but I think just on to the next. You know what I found? Like, so with Mr. Unavailable, I was like kind of spiraling about that for a long time, as you all know. Mm. And I didn't want to unfollow him on Instagram because mm. I kind of felt like in for, in the gay world anyway, if you unfollow someone, it kind of creates like this unspoken beef. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. people just get a bit nasty. So you know what mm-hmm. I did? I muted all of his stories, all of his posts. Yeah. I'm not looking at I'm not out of sight, out of mind. I don't see anything. I don't think about him. Now, couldn't give two shits at all. Like, I honestly, yeah. you know, there's been like another four people that I'm obsessed with since. So whatever. Seriously, like, there is always someone else. And, you know, 
that's like a hard truth, but it's true. Like even if, you know, you, I always like think about this in relation to like celebrities and stuff, right? So basically think of a celebrity couple that was like, you thought was unbreakable. Obviously they're divorced now and they're with someone else. So you're like, you know, yeah, like Brad Pitt and freaking Jennifer Aniston, they were like the hottest couple seemed so happy. And then they broke up and they've remarried and got with other people multiple times so it's like there literally is yeah multiple times like and you know in like you think there's no one else but it's really sad there is just there is always just someone 100%. else like, there's not one person for everyone there's multiple people for no. everyone there's as many people as you want there to be like realistically seriously there, there was a question in this actually about oh yeah your experiences with true love and thoughts on soulmates so i guess we can answer that i do believe in true love and soulmates and stuff but not in the way that's like one people fucking write about it yeah. do you know what i mean like you know when they're like my ride or die queen love you happy birthday it's like oh piss off i like your last partner was your ride or die 100 percent. and i feel like and your partner before that was your ride or die <laughs> so who's the real ride or die? All, who's dying how here? many are you riding before they're all dying <laughs> <laughs> i feel like um i don't know because i haven't experienced this but this is kind of my take but i feel like um, I feel like a soulmate is someone who you are just completely comfortable with, um, mm-hmm. well, the most comfortable you've ever felt with, and um, you have multiple throughout life, mm-hmm. but, like, you, you're not anxious, you're not, like, constantly wondering yeah. what they're doing, you're kind of at ease yeah. and you complement each yeah. other. Like, they ground you or you ground them and you both kind of feed off each other. It's not this whole, like, kind yeah. of and it, hard and it fast. it doesn't have to be like... Yeah, and it doesn't have to be, like, a sexual thing either. Like, I always say, like, I think Evie is my soulmate, like, because that's exactly how I feel about her. But it's not like she's my soulmate, like, in a, like, a romantic romantic sense. It's like a – it's just like a connection. So I definitely do agree on, like, soulmates and true love within friendships and, like, and romantic partners, I guess. But I don't know. I've never had that thing where I'm, like, I meet someone and I just know, like, oh, my God, you are my soulmate. It's like it takes a bit to, like, grow. 100%. It's like. Like I've never had that instant. You know those people that are like, oh, you know, we locked eyes across the room and that was it. It's like. Meh. I think that's more of a physical. Like I've had that physically yeah, with someone yeah, but not yeah. like. Physically, you yeah. You see them and you're like, oh, my God, soulmates. Soulmate, yeah, like twin flame. Like what are you talking about? Care? Uh, <laughs> yeah i think yeah and i think you can definitely have soulmates and friends because i think a lot of my friends you just connect Mm -hmm. on like a different level 100 percent. and i feel like with soulmates and stuff like that like it's an an ever-growing thing because the more you get to know someone the the closer you are therefore the more trust and everything you've put into them so they're more of like a soul partner like you're just going to do life with them 100 percent uh, agree. Whether it be a friend or a partner. So that's our stance on that. Um, cheating on a spouse um, with a person at your <laughs> gym. Look, can't say I've ever done it. Um, this is a very niche one. I know what this is about. I think it's quite dangerous. And I've always had this weird kind of thing about gyms because, like, my ex worked at a gym and I used to hear all these stories and like lots of really? people who worked there used to sleep with a lot of the like um, 
I don't know, people who go there. And it's just, mm. it was this real kind of like gossipy, everyone knows everyone, everyone's like, and I just don't like oh. that. It's like. Yeah, I don't like that either. Well, that gives me anxiety. And also I feel like maybe a lot of people go to a gym to kind of meet people. Meet people. I'm like. I couldn't meet? think of anything worse than ever talking to someone at a me gym. Too. Like if I'm doing a workout, catch me never speaking to Hot, you. Like fuck sweaty, off. bright red looking my worst seriously no thank you i'm just like on the treadmill listening to the jamey podcast pissing <laughs> but also i think if you are at a gym seeking out someone or you meet someone while you have a partner you should probably end that relationship with your partner yes asap mm-hmm. asap rocky don't be a dog for sure um sarah nash wants us to talk about her fat ass so i guess we'll give it 30 seconds it's it's a pretty juicy it's a ass. Juicy, voluptuous <laughs> barge ass, if I do say so myself. <laughs> barge. And I hope you've been wiping. <laughs> toot, 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 and Carmen. Have you been wiping that dump truck of yours? <laughs> that donkey ass. Backing up the dump truck. Beep, 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 um, beep. All right. Biggest regrets slash chance you're glad you took. Hmm. Biggest regrets. I don't even know if I have any regrets because I feel like everything that I've done has led me to where I am now, which is like so cringe to say, like I hate when people say shit like this, but I genuinely don't think I would change anything because I don't think I would be where I am today. Yeah, I agree. Like even some of the really shit things I've done, it's kind of like I wouldn't have learned. Yeah, because that's, I always think about this um, in terms of like, you know, that movie, The Butterfly Effect. Mm where he like tries to change his life and like tries to rewrite wrongs and then it changes the future because like if you hadn't have done that then you wouldn't have met that person or if you hadn't have done that you wouldn't have been there so I I don't know I don't think I I don't think I have any regrets like I've never like obviously small regrets like I don't know being a fucking shit to my parents when I was younger and stuff like that like yeah I regret that but I think that's just normal like it's a part of growing up and it's a part of just being a fucking moody teen. I agree. And I also like if, a big yeah. believer in fate as well. So like, I agree, you know, like if you didn't do that, something else would have happened. Mm-hmm. It could have been a worse scenario. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think you just have to kind of, rather than regret, just learn. Yeah. You can't live your life in regret. No. You have to just look to the future. Like, and if you have things in your past that you're not proud of, then you, that's what the future's for, to, like, work on yourself and never do that again yeah. type of thing. And own own your mistakes. And-, and, yeah, and everything you do is a lesson. You know what I mean? Like, I've done some shit things. I've, you know, been in shit situations and I've felt crap, but it's those, like, building blocks to your future. 100%. Like, are we giving, like, really healthy advice right now? I feel like we're giving, like, really healthy advice. I'm so scared. And then next we're going to be, like, do drugs. <laughs> I know. The next question. What was it? I, I, um, I'm going to change the name. Worst fairy hole experience, just so we don't get cancelled. Um, and you guys can come to your own decisions what you think that means. Um, oh, God. One that springs to my mind was from quarantine last year. <laughs> oh, my God. As soon as you say that, I'm just like, wow, demons. Oh, like, 
so many demons. So we were at our house, the Hawthorne house, the Hawthorne hell hall. <laughs> um, <laughs> the dungeon. The, the, the stonk shack, as we used to call it. And it was just like, I think it was like early days of quarantine and we just were like, you know what, let's just get loose, have a big night. And then one thing led to the next and we were on the floor of our living room and I was just <gasps> like, I remember I, this. All, I rem- <laughs> all I remember was I was like in like a video game and I was like jumping around like Mario or something, like bonking on these little, I don't even know what I was doing. Anyway, I like come to and I'm like on the ground and Mitch is like holding me down like physically holding me down because I was like screaming and crying because <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm like lost in this fucking fantasy world. And then like every second I would feel like I would go back into it. Like, you know, when that happens, when you're in this situation where you're like not sure what is reality and what is like my weird trip that's happening right now. Anyway, I was literally just in another dimension and I was crying and screaming. I was so scared and I kept going back into it and coming back out. And then Mitch and Em had to put on Sex in the City to like calm me down. And I was so angry at Miranda for being in the episode. Like I was just yelling like, oh my God, why does she suck so much? And I was like crying. <laughs> and Mitch was like fully like holding me down because I was having like the biggest panic attack ever as well so that's probably my worst experience good times hey what's yours (laughs) um i don't know i feel like i've never really had a really bad one in that situation um Mm. probably that year we went to like beyond the valley and um i was just like completely gone and i i thought i was like on a tram touching my mikey on and then (laughs) um at one stage i thought i was James Bond. Why do we do this to ourselves? Often. Like, like far oh, too often. It's actually concerning. I thought I was like James Bond running away from these like ninja things and I was just like completely freaking out. And then I woke up in a tent. Um, my friends had put me in this tent and it was like 40 degrees and I woke oh. up literally like on a block mattress dripping. dripping. Like I thought I was in a pool of water. Like it was so disgusting. <laughs> Um, look, I'm sure there's been many more times, but. Oh yeah. There's been many a times. God, it's just my life really, oh, isn't it? So many times. It's just, oh, it's just so, f- I've had so many good times though, too. Like that was just a scary one, but I've had so many times where I've just been like absolutely somewhere else. But when you're like, when you're in a good headspace, it's freaking Elite. I think I've had more good than bad, to be honest. Oh, same. I've, I haven't had that many bad. I think I was in it, like, I don't even know what happened. That night was just a hectic night, remember? Because, like, Ollie was flying off. We were all just. And, like, we were all flying the fuck off. Oh. I'm surprised we never broke that glass table. Like, how? It's still not broken. Even though Ash backflipped and almost smashed How did it not break then as well? That was fucked. I don't know. I feel like we knew because we knew it was glass. It was like, oh, I'm falling over. Fall backwards onto my skull rather than forwards. <laughs> it was just... We're smart drunks, I tell you. I know. <laughs> Lol. But um, to- that word is used very loosely. Very loosely. Okay. And then, Mitch, what's your worst whole experience? Which we're just oh, going to take that as um, bum I'm hole. taking that as bum hole. Okay, so 
I had been at a festival in Budapest um, called Siget and I went for like two, I only went for like two days, but I got home after the festival back to my hostel and I was like literally bedridden for like four days. And then I was talking to this guy on Grinder who I had met, um, not met, he was on my flight or on my train or something. I can't remember. But I saw him at the airport and, like, we made eyes and all this kind of stuff. And then he was with this girl, so I thought maybe he wasn't gay. And then after the festival, he, like, messaged me and was, like, come over. And he was, like, barely – he could barely speak English. Like, it was very broken. (laughs) So got there to his apartment. It was in, like – it was just this fucking random part of Budapest, like, this really dodgy building, go in get to it he can not speak a word of English like at all so it was kind of like Mm -hmm. I don't know it was just like we just started having sex and then midway through I looked down at my dick and there's like shit everywhere (laughs) everywhere like and it was smelt so bad and it was like all over his oh my god his bum like it was all (gasps) over me how does that happen because he obviously didn't prepare accordingly or I don't know upset tummy and I stopped and I was like, oh, you know, kind of pointed down and he like went off into the shower and then I just like washed myself off. And then he came back out and was like, got back onto the bed and I was like putting my clothes on to go. And he looked at me and like, he couldn't speak any English, but then he goes, fuck you. Fuck you, (gasps) bastard. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? He was like so angry and like raging. And I was like, um... And then I was like, can you call me a taxi? Because, like, I didn't have because I was overseas. And he just, like, mm. pretty much kicked me out on the streets at, like, 5 a.m. or something. And I had no way to get home. What the hell? I had to, like, pull over Uber, uh, not Uber's, taxis and, like, get my way home. <sighs> and then he messaged me the next day, like, that next afternoon and was like, hi, how are you? And I'm like... You're a psycho. You shit all over what? me. What? Goodbye. You're like, you're the bastard. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. You're the one who kicked me out on the streets and wouldn't let me get home because you shit on me. Go figure. Oh, my God. Go figure. Wow. Anyway. Love that for you. That is traumatic. There's been many, many a shit stories. Like men in the gay community, well, some of the ones that I've dealt with, need to learn how to douche. Oh my Google god, the it. self-hygiene is not on board. No, like please Google out Google it and figure it out. Cause I'm just As if you wouldn't do that though. Like I feel like that is like you that's the one thing you you just have to do. I would never allow anyone. Because like near it's me. freaking embarrassing. I know. And gross. And gross. <laughs> like <laughs> shit happens, literally, but just yeah. try and avoid it. Yeah, try like at least try to prep a little I bit. Know, and I mean, even if you've been out, like surely if you think that it, it's a bit not great, like you go to the bathroom and just do a quick once over. Yeah, just quick flush. Yeah. Anyway, there's been many a time, Seriously. but hopefully people learn because I'm sick of it. Um. All right, this one's for Mitch. Do, Where do, is it? Do. <laughs> um, I'm nervous. Where the fuck is the question? Is it the, what did I ask? <laughs> Jackie asked this one. I was going through and I saw it was like Jackie asking me a question. I'm like, lol. Well, what was it? I've suddenly um, lost that So page. Jackie asked, does Mitch ever want to settle down? 
Okay. You got to answer. So it. my answer for this is absolutely not. I'm kidding. <laughs> I definitely do, and I think I've realised that in the past, maybe. Um, I don't know, maybe 12 months. I definitely do want to settle down. Um, I don't know whether it's going to happen anytime soon, who it's going to happen with, but I definitely mm-hmm. don't want to be single forever. I want to meet someone really cool and, like, build a life together. And yeah, like, but you're not going to settle for just a little potato. No fucking way. And mm. I'm sick of people telling me to stop being picky and lower my standards. No, be picky. I'm not going to date someone who I don't think is fucking awesome. Like I just don't see the point. So Because then there's just not going to be the longevity. Well, no, because then I'm just going to end up getting sick of them and then I'll probably do something horrible to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like and I don't want to do that. I'd rather just mm-hmm. Oh, my God, wait. yeah. I just realised we, we haven't gotten an update from <gasps> the cheating guy. I need to like. Message her. Get onto her and be like, "What's the four one one? When am I meeting you at Garden Seriously? State?" Seriously, I'm watching you throw a drink on his head. Honestly, um, all right. Someone says, "Getting the ick with one of your close friends in your friend group," and then there's another question that's about toxic friendships. Um. Wow, getting the ick is actually just like the craziest thing, like craziest phenomenon, I reckon, because it just happens so quick. Like one day you could be like buddy-buddy with someone or like in a relationship with someone or dating someone, and the next day you're just like, you repulse me. I know, and it's hard to come back from. It's crazy. It's it's like seriously so hard to come back from. I feel like, like the only thing you can do, and like this is from like this is just what's worked for me, is just take a fucking break. Just avoid them as much as possible. Take some time. Don't necessarily even inform them that they're pissing you off because sometimes it can make the situation worse if they, like, rebut and then it's a whole conversation. Mm -hmm. Distance yourself. And I feel like if you have enough distance and enough time, that feeling kind of subsides. This is in friendships. For me, it doesn't work in relationships or, like, dating. But take a bit of time apart and then you kind of learn why you're friends with them and why you love them and all that kind of stuff. But you need the time yeah. because if you try, if if you're just being smothered, it's just going to make you even more fucking livid. It'll make it so much more worse. Seriously. And 100%. it might like completely push the friendship to a point of no return. It's not worth it. 100%. I feel like exactly, I feel the exact same way with if it happens like in a dating situation, like there's no coming back from it at all. Like once someone gives you the ick, they give you the ick hard. Like this happened to me last year and Mitch knows about it and it was just awkward and hard and I wanted to just cry and die because I am so bad at like having those confrontational chats. But if it's like with a friend, yeah, I think what I would do is, block or not block them sorry mute them on everything so that like if they're messaging you at least you're not like getting annoyed by them messaging you because I always find when you're off with someone if they're constantly messaging you you're just like literally leave me the fuck alone so if you can't see their notifications at least you can just check it in your own time and if you want to reply you can if you want to give like a shit reply you can 
But I am honestly in the same boat where I have been trying, have like, yeah, I've had a lot of toxic friends in my time and it's seriously really hard to like get rid of them because I feel like the toxic ones just are oblivious. They don't realize that they're toxic. I'm like, I give you donuts. How are you coming back for my friendship? I know. It's just because they have no awareness. It's like they're a cockroach. Like die, 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 die. No, you stomp on it and it just die. doesn't die. Like survives the attack. Survives they just the come back bomb. and they don't care. I'm like, I'm not even a good friend. Why are you coming back? Like, I'm literally being so horrible that you leave me alone, but you don't get it. You don't get it. Yeah, it's really, really difficult. But yeah, I don't know. And it's, it's always hard in a friendship group because sometimes you want to ask another friend if they feel the same. Like, maybe like your closest friend in the group, like you want to be like, hey, like what do you think about person X? Like, And it always feels good if they're like, oh, my God, they're really upsetting me at the moment. So then you can be like, oh, you can vent to them about it and like talk to them about it. Obviously not in like a rude, toxic, bitching way, but just in a way that you can both sort of air your like grievances because it's hard to like go through that shit and have to keep it all to yourself 100 percent, you need to like and then you feel like a bad person you're like oh why is it just me that is feeling this way but often it's not i know you really need to like get it out in the open and just like uh but also take not at all out take time apart otherwise you're just never gonna get over it seriously and yeah well i'm actually in the book that i'm reading at the moment um, there was a chapter about like you know doing things for you and regaining back like your power and she was basically just talking about how you know if you don't want to be friends with someone or if you don't want to do something you don't have to do it like you are you you don't need to explain why like if someone is being toxic to you and I need to take this advice on like I've not done this but I want to get to the point where I can if I don't want someone in my life I don't need to have them in their life and I don't need to give them an explanation exactly like I don't owe anyone anything and if someone's gonna then be like Jackie's a bitch because she didn't reply to me cool I'm a bitch that's fine my real friends are my real friends and if you think I'm a bitch I don't know I don't fucking care literally I don't have time for this shit anymore like it's hard when you're in a group and you are gonna see them all the time and stuff but people drift and people grow apart and it's just normal and you don't need to write someone like a freaking 30 page letter you, about and you know what not serving you anymore. i've had a that happened last year with like a friend of mine and a lot of a few other friends felt the same um in this friendship group and they're asking for you know why 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 can't we be friends mm-hmm. trying to like salvage and it's like you do shit things we don't agree with the shit things you do. I don't even want to have a conversation with you. Stop trying to tell me that we need to be friends. I have decided uh-huh. that you're not good for me. My other friends have decided that you're not good. You're not a good person as well. Stop trying to fucking push it. If I don't want to be friends with you, I have every reason to cut someone toxic out of my life if you're not serving me. Seriously. You're making me feel good about myself. Fuck off. And they don't need to make you feel bad about it either. Like that's what I hate. It's like the... But it makes you them trying to make you feel bad. It's like, okay, like I made my decision. I'm just please just let me live. Cause then you start, especially like people that are like empaths, like it just makes you feel so bad. Cause you're like, oh my God, like, yeah, I know you haven't really done anything wrong. And like maybe I am overreacting, but like I just don't want you in my life. <laughs> exactly. And you know like, what? Please, please just leave me alone because it's giving me 
full-blown anxiety. And the more that they do it, is it's the more you want them gone as well. Like mm-hmm. the ick is getting stronger the more you. Oh, my God, you're like literally piss off 100%. before I actually fucking take out restraining order. 100%. Like they will call the cops. <laughs> Very soon. Um, all right. Uh, wing manning. I've actually, I don't even know if I've actually properly, oh my God, this chair is breaking. I'm such a barge. Um, I don't know if I've properly ever wing manned because I'm literally always blackout. I've definitely wing manned, but I'm not someone who can be wing manned for because it makes me very uncomfortable. Um, oh yeah, I can't do that. Like if someone's like, oh, get with my friend. I'm like, I will oh leave or go home to bed. That literally gives me anxiety to being like at a blue light disco. Yeah, be like, pass my friend. My friend wants to hold your hand. God, the <sighs> blue light discos I was going to, I was in like year six and people were getting fingered on the dance floor. Like it was hectic out there. Gravity disco. Actually, this girl. Holy shit. This girl who, this beautiful girl named Phoebe who listens to our podcast, I actually met her oh. at the gravity disco and my mum was picking me up and I would have been like, I swear to fucking God, like 10 or 11, maybe 12 years old. And I was at my, I was at the front with my mum and she ran out and she was like, here's my number. Here's my number. I gave you a number. And my mum like never lets me live it down. She's like, remember that girl that gave you the number? Oh my God, that's so cute. Phoebe, what a confident queen. I know. She's. What'd she write it on? No, I don't think she, I don't think she even wrote it down. It's like a freaking love story. I feel like I pulled out like my, I don't know. Motorola razor and like tight. Nokia thirty three fifteen. It's so funny. Oh my god, that's like really cute. I know. We love it. We stan Phoebe. Well, yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh yeah, wingmaning. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I um, just don't be awkward when you do it. Don't like make. Someone... Don't make it like a thing. Don't be like, I'm here to wingman. Hee <laughs> hee. We're on a girls' night, but like, I have a boyfriend. So, like, I'm helping her get late. Like, don't say anything shit like that. Yeah, like, because no, there's nothing worse. Just be like discreet. Yeah, because if you if you kind of letting someone know that you're trying to wingman them and then they reject the person, it's very uncomfortable for everyone involved. And I feel like it puts pressure on the other people that you're like there with. Like, say if you've actually this just reminded me. It's like when you're at a club or something and guys come up to you and they're like, "Hey, who are you here with?" Ugh, and you're just like, "No one buy." Oh, you're making me feel anxious. And like, can I buy you a drink? And then, like, you take the drink, obviously, because, like, who's not taking a free drink? <laughs> and then they sit next to you and you're just sort of like, can you literally fuck off? And then they're like, oh, this is my friend Jimmy, who's single. It's like, oh, can you, like, literally scram because you're making me feel sick? Not interested, bye. I hate that. It's, it's, it's sobering. I'm like, you've made me sober somehow because I was blackout and now I'm sober. 100%. I think if you're going to do it. I don't know. You do it, but you have to. Do it gently and organically, not like yeah, push two people together. Like, like it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, go, like involve yourself in like, I don't know, if you see some guys that or girls that you want to go up to, like, yeah, go up and be like, oh, you know, make natural convo or just maybe dance next to them on the D floor. You know, n- nothing that's too like overt because I feel like that is just creepy. 100%. Also, I don't even know how you'd wing that. Ming, ming, <laughs> ming land. Did I just literally have a seizure? I think you did. Um, I don't even know how I would wingman because I'd be the worst. I'd just be like, oh, my God, let's all do shots. I, I know. And I'd be like, you root you now. Yes. Like <laughs> I'd be that one that I just described yeah, don't do. Yeah, that's, that's me. That's me as well. 
I'm like, you. My friend is single. You, that person, go have sex now in the toilet. I'll guard the door. You guys would be a really hot couple. Bye. Oh, God. They're so bad. Yeah. Should we maybe do one more? Explain. Yeah. Um, yeah, which one should we do? How Jackie met Nathan and decided he was worth the effort. Lol. That's a good one. Um, all right, so I met Nathan on Hinge and I originally was like, um, this is, I was, you know, in COVID, blah, 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 in lockdown, you could, I think you could have people over, one person over or something, I don't know. Um, and... I was literally like, I'm so excited because he doesn't live in Melbourne and I'll never have to see him again. And that was like the selling point. And he was the same because he was like, "Um, I'm not going to be in Melbourne for long. So maybe I'll just get like a few hookups and it'll be like clean, smooth transition. And then I ended up falling in love with him and here we are today. But the reason that I think he's worth the effort is because he is not toxic <laughs> and he's just like like my like a like a friend but a partner all in one i feel like you guys have a very sense. healthy adult relationship and it's probably your mm. one of your first seriously and i'm not the adult in the situation nathan is definitely the adult in the situation and this is why I'm trying to make all these changes in my life, aka drinking, reigning in my drinking, because if I don't, I will lose Nathan. And my mom even said that to me before I moved from Melbourne to Perth. She was like, we were just having a chat. And she was just like, you know, Jackie, like, you're obviously hilarious when you drink and it's all funny and like, you know, life of the party, but um, maybe not a good look when you're with Nathan. And I was like, mom, shut up. But then, like, I thought about it more and, like, the more times I embarrass myself around him, I'm like, okay, Jackie, <laughs> snap yourself into gear because, like, he's the, he's the one good relationship you've had and you really just don't want to fuck this shit up. Yeah. So and That doesn't mean change I, completely, but it means. No, if- not change completely, but just, like, do a bit of, like, you know, self-reflection and and that's what I'm doing right now, I think. That's amazing. That's an amazing place. Just so to that be. I don't have these blackout nights where I, you know, become the person that I would hate to see on a night out. I'd be like, that girl is so annoying. Who is she? I feel it's that. me. It's all about growth, progression. Seriously. And love. And love, literally. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's just because it's like healthy. And I remember when I we were first together, like in the early days, and I would you know, even still to this day, if we have like a fight or whatever, I'll be like, all right, well, I'll pack my bags. I'll book a flight. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're just so used to that. (laughs) Like, because I was so used to just being dumped every single fucking time something went pear-shaped or didn't even go pear-shaped. So I've still got obviously demons and triggers and stuff like that. But I think it's just like, you know, the healthy relationship is something that everybody always wants. Yeah. And when you have and, it, it's worth yeah. working on. Yeah, it is. And it's worth looking at yourself and wanting to, like, grow yourself. Because obviously I have learnt toxic traits from my toxic ex and I see them come out sometimes. And I'm like, you are a fucking see you next Tuesday, Jackie. Like, say sorry. And I'm like, no, not saying sorry. Sorry, not saying sorry. And then I'm like, no, Jackie, 
Fiona say sorry like uh, I don't know like you know how you notice that that stuff happens like obviously because you learn stuff from people and it's actually crazy how that happens it's like the it's like nature and nurture like if you grow up with like you know parents that are toxic like you're going to be toxic like 100 percent. well not necessarily going to be toxic but you've learned toxic traits yeah and like you're more likely to to like you know then do that to other people, or which is why them, done to you. Like it's yeah, accept them. Yeah. Cycle. So yeah, I feel like it's all a learning and growing experience, but Nathan is worth the effort because it's just like all positives for me. Like there's never been any time where I've been like, Oh, he's actually maybe shit. That's good. That's what it's all about. Like I just feel, I just feel like confident in the relationship, but you know, we'll see what this time next year we'll say, maybe I'll be fucking single. I hope not. I doubt it. You guys seem really good. <laughs> and you're learning as well, mm. which is good. Like, give yourself props yeah. for that. Like, look at where you were 12 months ago. Even look at us on this pod. Like, we have given such healthy advice today and we're not blackout. Like, I don't even want to go back to listen to our first early apps. <sighs> Maybe I should. I feel like they'd be fucking hilarious. Maybe we should do a viewing party. Oh, my God, we should. Listen to some and stuff. also, I was going to say... Um, the question that we were going to answer at the start, the more childhood slash teen stories, I am going to say Mitch and I will brainstorm and maybe next week we'll do an, like a part two of the Friday detention. Okay. And I might go back and listen to it to like, yeah, let's do said, that. Cause I've got, I've, I'm sure we have plenty of stories. I've got a lot of trauma and a lot of weird shit that yeah, I've we've done. Yeah, we've got all the fucking stories. I just need to rip them out of that long-term memory box that's very dusty <laughs> very dusty and damaged demon dusty damaged darren dog shit dust <laughs> <laughs> literally um all right guys well thank you for listening yet again we love you so we love much. you so much please leave us a rating on our itunes um apple podcast whatever it is because it really helps us out and follow our instagram at wind down underscore and yeah we love you guys and also if you're the girl that had the boyfriend i couldn't freaking find your dm please dm us because i need the update we need to know what's happening you've you've literally had so many people asking us about your situation so please update us please please update we need the update All right. right. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Love ya. Love ya. Bye.